This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is bonus episode 433. I'm your host Uncle McLeish. Welcome to the show. On this episode we're bringing back a little shudder and go for all y'all out there. You guys have selected the movie. I have watched it and recorded it today back to back as in the movie has just hit its credits and I'm sitting down to rock and roll on this one. Shudder and go because I put the titles, put them in a poll, you select the movie, and we do this shit. The movie that you guys selected, out of a choice of three, was A Wounded Fawn, which has only dropped in the last week or so on Shudder. So as a result of that, we'll be keeping spoilers sparse on this review, and we'll be doing non-spoiler all the way through. That being said, um, it'll be an interesting one to talk about. It's very much, I can see why you picked it for me very much a Duncan styled movie take from that what you will so yeah that's what's coming up on this episode this is by the way your third episode this week already and there's one more left before the week is out and we're saving the best for last on this week with our massive director's conversation episode six hours long myself Doug Tilly Bo Ramsdale discussing the entire filmography of Michael Mann so that will be dropping into your feeds on Sunday on the Teapots Collective, this week you are getting a little bit of doing the nursery. You're also on top of that doing the nasty episode, getting a little bit of uh, a little bit of Opera Omnia, closing out our season on Alex Garland. So both of them will be dropping before the end of the week. Right, let's do it. You know how we shudder and go this. We keep it short, we keep it snappy. Let's get in, let's get out. Go take a short break just now. You're going to hear promos for shows that I love. You're going to hear the trailer for A Wounded Fawn. When we return, we're discussing it right after this. This is Michael Caine, a award-winning film actor you may know from such cinematic achievements as A Muppet's Christmas Carol and Jaws for The Revenge, where I played a character named after a fucking sandwich. I approve of the following promotional message. Do you like movies? Well, of course you do, you silly twit. You're listening to a movie podcast right now. Do you like podcasts about movies? I mean... If you're listening to this, your life is empty and without direction. So of course you do. Why not continue the spiral downwards with... They must be destroyed on sight! Yet another semi-regular podcast about film that will occupy some of that empty space in your soul. We cover every genre, but focus on a lot of obscure and cult films with a leaning towards exploitation. If you want a podcast that's going to talk about a silent film 
from the 1920s one week and a sleazy biker film from the 1960s the next, and then back to something like Singing in the Rain, the next episode. They must be destroyed on sight. Maybe for you. So tune in and join regular hosts Lee Russell, Daniel Hopper, Paul Romani, and Lee Hardy, as well as the odd guest hosts at tmbdos.podbean.com. Thank you, drive through. You have very good taste in art. Well, thank you. Do you work for a gallery or a private collector? I have plans this weekend. The mystery. Yeah, mystery man. What's right? What mystery man? I brought that record I was telling you about. Oh, great. To art and beauty. And the night ahead. Have you ever experienced anything weird here before? Welcome back, ladies and gents. You've just heard the trailer for A Wounded Fawn. Uh, this movie dropped on Shudder literally a week ago and is directed by Travis Stevens. This is his third feature film in a number of like years now. A very short succession, actually, between them. He did The Girl on the Third Floor. He did uh, Jacob's Wife. And I think both those titles are available on Shudder. And then A Wounded Fawn. So there we go. So directly in there. Um... I would say this is his most accomplished movie today, although if I'm being honest, I really, really enjoy Jacob's Wife, so that might be the one that I think just pips this one out just a little bit, but for the most part, there's very little to dislike here, and we're going to get into why that is and why it might be a movie designed for Duncan's sensibilities shortly. So this one is based on the screenplay by Nathan and Travis Stevens himself. The movie stars Sarah Lind, Josh Rubin, Malin Barr, Katie Koang, uh, Laksimi Parahedi Mark, I think I say pronounce that, Tanya Everett, and uh, some other folks are in here too. It's a relatively sparse cast though. Um, the synopsis for this one is listed on IMDb is A serial killer brings an unsuspecting new victim on a weekend getaway to add another body to his ever-growing count. She's buying into his four charms, but he's eagerly lusting for blood. What could possibly go wrong? So this movie, kind of more so than his other movies, are you know is very much built on... Um, the premise of a very kind of simple idea but taking an artistic angle at it and its messaging and its core themes are so on the nose you might as well punch yourself which can sometimes be off-putting to some people they feel like they're getting a, a message hammered to them all the way through the movie I don't mind it if the messaging is interesting and the film takes a like a strong position on that 
whether it works or not, the fact that you're taking a swing at it works for me in some level. And A Wounded Fawn really, really goes for it. It has a specific cinematography style that I enjoy. It's a kind of retro green feel. Kind of think along the lines of something like you, when you watch a Panis Cosmotis movie, it always kind of feels like there's 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 a greeny sheen there that makes it feel like an older movie. That's kind of what's at play here. Um, it's using a, what I believe is a fake piece of art at its centre, which de- depicts um, a, a kind of violent attack of uh, of furies upon a, a, you know, a man, um, d- depicting their kind of rage and vengeance upon him. And that's going to play a huge part in this movie pretty much all the way through. What was interesting about this is this is the same year that Fresh landed on uh, Hulu in the States, Disney Plus in the UK. And whilst the movies kind of have a similar vein, you know, it's the idea of someone who is kind of almost baiting a woman in using these charms and these wiles with ulterior motives, Fresh being cannibalism, this movie being murder. Um, it, it does kind of take a different turn, but I kept feeling as we were going through this one, there are moments where the movies kind of almost are like ships passing the night, they're that close. In fact, if anything, the, the kind of hidden, the kind of hidden goofiness behind Fresh is actually more prevalent here, uh, but not handled in a goofy way. What I will say about the movie, and I, obviously I'm not going into huge amounts of spoiler detail here, it's underpinned with a great central performance um, by uh, Josh Rubin, who plays our titular serial killer at the, the, the centre of this. Um, he has been in many movies now. He's got, In fact, I think he's got a movie out in Shudder called Blood Relatives. It's only just recently dropped, so he's out there doing his thing. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's like a relatively active actor. Can say that, um, but also like in the first half of the movie, it's very much played off uh, Sarah Lynn, who is also great in this movie. Like she then takes a kind of step back, and you know the movie continues on in in a particular way. I know her from she's obviously in Jacob's Wife, which is very good in Jacob's Wife, and I can see why she's been kind of tooped over into this one. But like I like I know her from I think she was in like is she in. Maybe in one of the VHS segments, I think. And I might be stretching for that. And possibly Wolf Cop as well. I don't know. She's a, like Her name's been around for a while, and that's how I know her. Um, the movie has a, like a very striking, almost Jallo-esque lighting style. And I don't mean it's just using reds and blues. I mean, it's like the way the camera's focused, the, the use of those neon colours and neon lights... Um, are almost surreal in the way they've been used, which is kind of the, the best tropes of, like, Jalloway's lighting. If you're just using it to light a scene, not very cool, but if it's used to, like, depict something spectral, eerie, and just off to the centre and weird, then you're then you're playing with it. Uh, it has a singular wit. It's got a very dark kind of uh, vein of, of humour that does run through it, and it continues to get weirder as you move on. But the, the weirdness, I think, is merited. Uh, like, it really does deliver its message. Um, and even by the end, it's still delivering its message, which isn't a complex one. You've probably worked it out by the 20-minute mark, but it just keeps powering through on that one. So much so that I, I genuinely found myself loving this movie. Um, like, for the most part. I, I mean, it's not a perfect movie. Uh, Jacob's Wife, I thought, was a great movie just because it was doing, like, a lot of things I had maybe never seen done that particular way. Um, I will say, I think overall, 
uh, the, the biggest concern or issue that I have with Travis Stevens as a director is I sometimes think that the endings are a bit not predictable, but maybe the least interesting part of the movie. Um, so it didn't necessarily stick the landing fully with two feet, but this one certainly commits to it, uh, and that would be my only complaint. I don't think the ending is, is as strong as his previous movie, which I felt handled things a bit better. Out with that, there's not really that much to grumble with. Good performances, good script. Um, not the most original idea in the world, but certainly one that takes its own stab at it, pun in completely intended. Um, I thought the, the visual stylings worked. I, I liked the bit of grain that was on there. It is a brisk watch. This is another one of his movies that's in and out in an hour and a half. Doesn't spend any great time doing anything. It kind of falls into the trope of splitting the movie into chapters, but those chapters work. And it delivers, by the end, something that I will... I know for a fact I will watch this movie again, which is half the battle these days with streaming sites is you watch a movie and you're like, yep, that was good, never going to watch it again. This one, I felt myself compelled to the point where I know for a fact I will. I'll come back, I will check it out again for sure. So that was a wounded font. I'd give this a 4.5 out of 5. I think it's pretty much there, to be honest with you. Certainly one of the stronger movies I've seen on Shudder this year. I actually think this might crack my top 20. It might be on the far end of the top 20, but it's certainly in there. And yes, it's full of pretentious artiness, and that's, uh, that's, uh, that's something that I enjoy, but I don't think you need to be into that to appreciate what the movie is trying to do and what it definitely succeeds in delivering. So yeah, 4.5 for a wounded fawn. I'm going to take my final break. When I come back, I'm closing the show and I'm doing it right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. This has been bonus episode 433. This has been your Shudder and Go for December. We did a Wounded Thorn. That was the movie that you guys selected and I dug it 4.5 out of 5 for that movie. It's available on Shudder now. So if you've got a Shudder account, check it out and let me know what you made of it, daddy-o. There is a multitude of ways to check out podcasts under the stairs. Wherever you're listening to us right now, hit subscribe. That way you get the shows as I'm in the dropping access to the entire back catalogue of Teapot's content. Please do not stop there, though. I want you to subscribe to our sister feed, the Teapot's Collective. Over there you get shows like Where to Begin with, Opera Omnia, Doing the Nasty, and Chronicle. Subscribing to both those feeds is the best way to support what I do under the stairs. Ladies and gentlemen, on top of that, you can always visit our website, tputzcast.com. Links to all the shows are there, as well as another link to another show called Jaws is Shite and other regrettable outbursts. A booze-based banter entertainment podcast featuring myself, The Baz, and Scott and Liam from Scott and Liam vs. Evil. It will be coming back in the new year, stronger than ever. I was going to say more frequently, but let's be honest, it's going to come back stronger, as in percentage of alcohol, than ever before Jaws is Shite and other regrettable outbursts exclusively available on teapotscast.com If you're on Facebook and you want to interact with the show facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teapotscast gets you the podcast under the stairs For those that just want to know when the shows are dropping on everything from the Teapots Collective then that's the page on Facebook for the Teapots Collective which is facebook.com forward slash teapotscast And lastly if you like your news a little bit weird why not? If you like your posts a little bit strange, why not? Then the Jaws of Shite Facebook group page is there for you. Facebook.com forward slash groups 
forward slash a regrettable pod. If you don't like Facebook and you'd much rather interact with us on the twin prongs of social media sexiness, the Instas or the Twitters, myself and Baz can be reached at tputzcast for both. The podcast under the stairs returns for you on Sunday, 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 delivering six hours to get you through your hangover. It's another director's conversation annually released from myself, Bo Ransdell and Doug Tilly. We're talking Michael Mann, 13 movies, and a whole lot of, oh my God, this movie is so fucking good. That will be dropping into your feeds on Sunday. So until then, wherever you are, where the time zone is, and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs, and I am signing off.